Now, this month is Bill Cancer Awareness Month, and one charity has launched its Don't Just Grin and Bear It campaign. How are we doing in this country when it comes to bowel cancer? And could we be doing more? Joined now by Dr. Sarah Ann Martin and also by Amy Noss from the charity Bowel and Cancer Research. Hello. Hello. Hi. First of all, Dr. Martin, what is bowel cancer? We hear it spoken about often, but what actually is it? So bowel cancer is where cells in our bowel or in our rectum start to grow uncontrollably. So often cells in our body grow in a very controlled fashion. And there's lots of symptoms or systems in place to make sure this happens. But sometimes when cancer happens and when there's our genes are a bit faulty, this goes out of control. And this is when initially we see maybe a lump or a polyp in our colon. That's, that is a uncontrollable kind of growth of cells. If this is identified early, this is really easy to treat and can be removed. But it's when this turns into a more aggressive cancer or where it turns malignant and where it can travel through the body, this is when bowel cancer can develop and cause more problems. And can it be a condition that's uh, on the go rumbling away behind the scenes and you're, you're not aware of it? Yeah, often then this can be take a long time for it to develop. But there's many symptoms that kind of normal symptoms that happen in our body daily that can just trigger our alertness to know whether maybe something might not be quite right. So what are some of the symptoms then that we, we should be aware of? So there's another number of kind of normal symptoms and we like to think of them under a the abbreviation BCA. So if we think B is bleeding from our bottom when you go to the loo, and C is a change in bowel habits that you might see for around three weeks. And A is an abdominal pain or a lump, or also we may have some acute tiredness or some unexplained weight loss. Now, you, may, you mentioned the bleeding. Now, if you've got sight problems, it could be difficult to actually be able to tell if you have that symptom, couldn't you? Yeah, but if you have any of these things or any concerns that you just think are slightly out of normal, I think it's really important that you go to see your GP. Because the, the, the fact is that if you um, go and these things are detected early, bowel cancer is really easily be treatable. So these polyps can be removed very easily in in surgery and then the, the the cancer is basically curable it's when it progresses and the symptoms become more rapid it's when it's much more harder to treat and it's such a taboo still i think people are very uncomfortable about discussing it aren't they exactly so that's why we're trying to get this awareness out that it's okay to be talk about these things and if anybody has any concerns just go to your gp it's a simple quick chat more than likely it's nothing but what's important is that you go and see your gp so you can find that out and then you don't need to be concerned now you're you're working on researching this at the moment what are you particularly working on just now So our project is looking at a gene called APC and why we're looking at this gene is because it's faulty or not working in about 80% of all bowel cancers. So this is a huge amount of people and what we're trying to do is find new drugs or new drug targets that specifically kill cells that have this faulty gene. And the idea behind this is that if we can identify these specific drugs, we can only kill our tumour cells and not harm our normal cells. And this significantly reduces the side effects, the nasty side effects that we commonly know that are associated with common chemotherapies. 
And how, how are we doing with regard to that? Are you getting anywhere with that? Yes, we're about halfway through the project and there's a PhD student, Hannah, who's working on this and she's recently found a new few new drug targets that can specifically kill these APC mutated cells. So this is really exciting. At the moment, we're trying to find why this is happening. So before it goes to any clinic, we need to know why exactly is this causing this cell death on our tumour cells and therefore we can progress it forward to kind of clinical trials. Does, it, does that mean then if there's a family history of the condition then there's an even more important that you, you monitor your, your bowel function? Exactly. So family history of bowel cancer is only about 5% of people but that still is a significant amount of people. So if you have a family history you should be even more aware of these kind of symptoms and you should talk to your doctor about this family history and what you're concerned about and what you should be looking out for. How important is it then to get funding for these kind of uh, programmes then? Funding such as funding from the bowel and cancer research is vital for, for science, for discovery science such as these type of projects. So we, we wouldn't be able to do this project without this funding and we were lucky enough to get a three-year studentship, PhD studentship funded from my lab to be able to do this. And it's because of public support um, for this type of funding that we're able to um, do this type of funding or do this type of research and develop these projects further, that we will be able to identify these new targeted drugs for bowel cancer. And I suppose lifestyle does enter into this as well, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. There's lots of reports saying that diet influences, age influence, and also kind of just general health. What we try to promote is that just a healthy lifestyle, so a balance between your diet, between your exercise, is will also always help you um, to be aware of how you're feeling and also to for cancer development. Now, Amy Nosh, you're from Bowel and Cancer Research. Uh, tell us a bit about the Don't Just Grin and Bear It campaign. Yeah, so this Bowel Cancer Awareness Month, um, our campaign really aims to encourage people to speak out and go to their GP for testing. If you notice any symptoms of bowel cancer or if you're concerned, um, we have a mascot, uh, a teddy bear called Bottom, um, during the month who is touring the UK, visiting some of our researchers and our supporters. And really his message is simple. Don't grin and bear it. Uh, it's vital we speak out because then we can save more lives. Um, in fact, nine out of 10 people will survive bowel cancer if it's caught in its earliest stage. It really is very treatable at that early stage. Um, Bowel cancer really is seen by us as a kind of Cinderella of cancers. People tend to ignore it. They don't want to talk about their toilet habits. They see that as, as a taboo or unglamorous. But ultimately, if anyone saw a lump on their skin, I don't think they would have any problems in um, speaking out to their GP or their, or their loved ones. But we're quite happy to say, oh, I've just got a little bit of diarrhea or a few stomach aches. It's probably something I ate. And, and yes, in most cases, it probably is just that. But um, it's always worth just going to the GP just in case. So really, that's the taboo that we need to tackle with this Don't Just Grin and Bear It campaign. And I think uh, we, t we try and avoid this subject, but uh, it, it's fair to point out that it's the second biggest cancer killer, isn't it, in the UK? It is, yeah, the second biggest cancer killer amongst men and women. So it, it's really important that we, I think, I think, in Britain in particular, you know, we, we tend to have perhaps a stiff upper lip um, in some cases and we, we need to try and, and tackle that and really get people to to say, my health is more important than, than any taboo. How are you going to engage people in this then this month more? Um, so the main way that we would like to engage people is online. Um, we have a, 
a good presence online and we encourage people to to join us um, if people go to our website which is bowelcancerresearch.org and um, they'll be able to find ways of getting involved with us um, on social media um, we have a number of posters um, available um, that people can use on twitter or that they can print out um, with the BCA, the Bleeding Change Abdominal Pain Symptoms, um, and with other stats and facts for people to, to use and help spread awareness. But ultimately, what we're asking people to do is have a conversation, speak to your partner or your best friend or your colleagues, um, and pass on the information that we're sharing today, because that's the, that's the best way to, to spread awareness. There's plenty of work still to be done, but uh, uh, as they say, being fore- forewarned is forearmed. Dr. Sarah Ann Martin and uh, Amy Noss, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Thank you. you.